are listening to the Riverside Community Church Podcast. For more information, please visit us at www.riversideconnect.org. All right, let me just give a quick shout out to all of you that are listening by podcast today. We're glad to have you with us. And you'll hear another voice today on the podcast with me. His name is Michael Evans, and he's been guiding us through the service today. Let me give you a little bit of uh, insight into who this guy is. You've probably seen him before helping us to lead worship in both venues, both here at the Oakmont site end up at the Pittsburgh Mills, but he has heard a whisper from God over these last several years to head into full-time pastoral ministry. And he's a volunteer that helps uh, at our Nexus student ministry, investing in our junior hires, senior high students. He's done some preaching there when Pastor Donnie's been away. As uh, Douglas had last week, I wanted to come, I wanted him to come this morning and to help me. He's going to read some of the verses that we're going to be walking through today. Uh, And I'm excited for uh, anybody who's a young person who says yes to the whispers of God to head into a a full-time ministry role, young or old. It's awesome when somebody says, yeah, I want to give my life. We're all ministers, but he wants to do this in a full-time pastoral capacity. So would you welcome Michael this morning as he helps me out today. So if you want to grab your notes, if you have a version Bible app or the um, Riverside app, you can turn there in the live event, and we're going to work through this last message on the subject matter of whispers. If you weren't here with us last week for any reason, then I want to catch you up real quickly as to what we talked about. If you're visiting with us, it's a great Sunday for you to be here. You can listen in and kind of talk about, listen with, with, uh, with us as we talk about this subject matter of how do I know if I've heard something from God or not? And for those of you who are exploring spiritually your journey of faith in Jesus, this might just be the day that you hear his whisper that to begin to start a relationship with him. And it would be good for you to know going forward in the course of your life, whether you're a follower of Jesus or not, some of these things that are going to help us uh, to put on our spiritual headphones, so to speak, could save you from a lot of pain and a lot of hurt in life. So if you're not a follower of Jesus yet, but you're here today and you're kind of exploring what that might look like, thrilled that you're here. If you have questions, please see me afterwards. Be happy to help you to begin to explore that relationship with Jesus. Last week, as I said, we kicked off this series and we talked about when does God whisper. We talked about where God whispers. We talked about what his voice sounds like. And we talked uh, extensively about what he specifically whispers to us. And there's a lot of things that he does, but we ratcheted down on really four ideas, four words, four whispers that we hear from God over the course of a lifetime. And so if you want to hear those more in detail, you can listen to the last week's podcast and the notes will be out there for you as well. But I do want to give you those four words one more time. If you were here last week, maybe you'll recall these things. Hopefully uh, you've begun to hear these uh, in a new and fresh way this week as you've been living life and, and doing life together with others. The first whisper that we hear from God from time to time is the whisper to start. And that's certainly to start a relationship with Christ, uh, with our Heavenly Father through Christ, but also starting different things throughout the course of life. We talked about the whisper of stop, doing things that are hurtful to us or to others, stop um, the seasons of life that we're in where we're doing damage to the kingdom of God, whatever it might be where God calls us to stop. Sometimes we hear the whisper stop. Other times we'll hear the whisper stay and we're supposed to stay in a situation that we'd rather run from, that we'd rather abandon, we'd rather move on to something else where it's easier of a conflict or a tense moment or a relationship or maybe the job starts to get hard, but God has something that he wants to teach us and instruct us in and there's growth that needs to occur. And so he whispers, stay right there. The work's not done in you yet. And then the last one was the whisper to go. 
And God sometimes says, whispers to us, go, I want you to begin heading out and I'll give you the plan as we go. We talked about how we'd love to know the whole scheme of things, the whole blueprint of life. But unfortunately, he just says, go. We take that first step and then he helps us to take the next one. And the next one, we don't have to have faith for the entire journey. We just have faith to get things going when we are stepping out in the go whispers. So start, stop, stay and go. But how do you know if you've actually heard that from God or if you're just, you know, are hearing that from yourself. And can you mess that up? And I'm here to tell you today, yes, you can mess that up. I have messed it up more times than I would care to count. But that's not because I wasn't taught right when I was growing up. That's just my own stupidity and arrogance and pride and all that stuff that comes up within us. Is there anybody else in the house like me at all? Okay, thank you for those of you being honest. I appreciate that. We're all in this together, right? So, I was taught some filters when I was growing up, some ways to try to help me to think about when I'm hearing whispers of God, what those things might, these things would help me to do to discern that. And uh, interestingly, just a couple of years ago, I read a book that also talked about some of these same things. And I have, it, the name of it is on the back side of your notes today, but I did want to let you know we've got copies available at both book nooks in both uh, locations. The book nook is back there. If there are no more here, you can buy this one. If you would like to explore this subject matter of whispers in further detail, Pastor Bill Hybels has written a great book called The Power of a Whisper. And it is a phenomenal book. And some of the things that we've talked about last week and this week are in that. But I would encourage you to read that. If you're looking for parental whispers, he's got some great stuff in there. Moms and dads hear whispers about their kids. And what do we do with that? And so he helps you to kind of flesh some of that out and a bunch of other things that we're not talking about in this series, but I would highly recommend that. Last week, I had a megaphone up here. You guys remember that? Those of you that were here, and I talked about how I wish God would speak to me in, in megaphone format at times. And then I don't know for sure if I really want to hear his audible voice or not. But at the end of the day, I'm glad he whispers to me because that helps me to pay attention more. But when the filters of life are going, when all this stuff's happening all around me, hectic schedule, busy pace, noisy life, what can we do to try to help ensure that the whispers of the Holy Spirit that we're hearing are truly from him? And I want to help you to think about it in terms of putting on your spiritual headphones. These five questions that I'm going to give you this morning, they're not rocket science, but sometimes we forget them. Maybe one or two will be new to you. Maybe you've done some of this in the past, or maybe, you know, hey, I've known all of this, and it'll be a great reminder, and you can take it out and share it with somebody else. But the next time you put on a pair of headphones, whether they're these big noise-canceling things or they're a small little bud that you put in your ear, I hope it'll remind you to allow these filters to try to help you to determine what it is that you're hearing from God. The psalmist wrote in Psalm 46.10 that we are to be still and know that he is God. And it's in those moments when we are still, when we are quiet before him, that we begin to hear his voice. And God very clearly wants to speak to us. And a lot of times when I start out the day and I'm in my quiet time and I'm reading my Bible and I'm searching for what God's whisper for that specific day might be, I might have a conversation with God that sounds like this. Lord, I really want to hear from you today. As I open up your word and as I want to begin by praying and listening today, I'm going to get busy throughout the day and I'm probably going to miss some promptings knowing my personality and the way I'm wired and the hard charging nature that I am uh, and that I'm, uh, you've, you've kind of gifted me and wired me with, but that kind of gets in the way of hearing from your whispers at times. And so Lord, right now I want to silence myself. I want to be still and I want you to speak and I want to follow through on whatever it is that you say today. And when you do that, when you come with that kind of a posture, 
God's ready to speak, and you may begin to hear some whispers, the ones we've talked about and a myriad of others that God would begin to put into your heart and your mind that would help you uh, to follow him. We said last week that whispers are designed to guide us through life in a way that best honors God. And our response to those whispers, if you remember, was one word. And that word was yes. Can you say that together with me? Yes. One more time. Yes. So when the whispers come, our answer is to be yes. Lord, before you've even spoken, I'll do whatever it is that you've asked me to do. But I need to know for sure that I've heard from you because sometimes I mess that up. Here are some ways to help us to figure this out. The first one is, is the whisper truly from God? When you hear a prompting from the Holy Spirit, take time, as much time as you need to figure out, is this whisper from me? Am I hearing this because I want to hear this? Is the whisper from some other well-meaning person perhaps or somebody who maybe doesn't have the best of intentions? You know, others can get in the way. We can get in our own way. Um, The devil himself, I mean, all those things could derail us. And so we need to determine, are we hearing from God? And the way that you begin to figure that out is, is is the whisper that you're hearing in alignment with the nature and the character and the attributes of God? If, if it is, then you can begin to say, yes, hey, I think I'm starting to hear a whisper from God. If it is a going against the nature and the character and the uh, attributes of God, who God is as revealed in the scriptures as a holy and righteous and caring and loving and compassionate God, if what you're sensing is taking you in a different direction than that, you can begin to wonder, hey, am I really hearing this? But when you're sure that you've heard the whisper of God and there is no doubt in your mind that you have heard from God in the form of his whisper, you can have tremendous faith and tremendous courage that where you're headed is truly where God wants you to go, even though the difficulty may be coming in the days, weeks, months, or even years ahead. Now, the Apostle Paul was one who heard whispers all throughout his life. He was a first a persecutor of Jesus. Then Jesus came and little more than a whisper, knocked him off his horse, presented himself in his post-resurrection body and said, hey, you're my mouthpiece to the people of Israel. You're going to help to win this world with my good news. And so God sent Paul out and he would have these whispers all along the way. What Michael's going to read in just a moment is the, is the picture of the confidence that we can have when we know that we've heard from God. Listen as he reads what happens, what Paul says about himself in Acts. And now, compelled by the Spirit, I am going to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen to me there. I only know that in every city the Holy Spirit warns me that prison and hardships are facing me. However, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me the task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. Acts 20, 22 through 24. Notice what he says. I'm compelled by the Spirit. I have heard the whisper of God and I am going. It doesn't matter what I face. In fact, another whisper is occurring here at the same time. The Holy Spirit is warning me that it's going to get difficult. It's going to be hard. And don't ever buy into the idea that everything that God prompts us to do as his followers will be uncomplicated or low cost. It simply is not the case. Many Many times the whispers will challenge us, but they will be in alignment with his character, with his nature. And if you ask God, is this message from you? He will begin to confirm that in your spirit, in your thought life, and through the others around you. 
There's a second thing that helps me to determine if a whisper is in alignment with what God has for me. And that is, is it simply biblical? Does what God is speaking to me align with the purpose and plan and the overarching principles of his word or not? Now, again, by implication, this requires that you spend time in his word, that you know his word, that you have immersed yourself in his word so that when he reminds you of something or when he speaks something to you, you'll know, hey, that goes with scripture or that doesn't go with scripture. Again, the Apostle Paul wanted these believers in Galatia. These, we're going to read a text in Galatians in just a moment. He was trying to give them some filters to know, hey, what are the things that lead me in a way that will lead me toward God and help me to walk in the Spirit or ways that will take me away from that? And so as you're thinking about whatever whisper might be coming to you, thinking about whether or not that whisper is from God and if it's biblical, these are some great um, litmus tests, so to speak, for you to be able to discern that. Listen as Michael reads these verses in Galatians. So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking, and envying each other. Galatians five sixteen through 26. All right, so in the Gospels, you see what it says there, what Paul's saying, to be led by the Spirit, to be in step with the Spirit, to walk by the Spirit. Jesus did that over the course of his life. And God, through recordings of Scripture in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, if you're new to the church environment, those are the life stories of Jesus' life. God demonstrated us by the way that Jesus lived how to handle the circumstances and the situations that we face throughout the course of this life. So one of the best ways when you're in, in experiencing a whisper from God to say, hey, is this thing from God or not? One of the best ways to figure that out is to think about Jesus and ask yourself, if Jesus were in this situation, would he go to do what I'm about to do? Would he not do what I'm about to not do? Would Jesus find himself in that kind of a conversation? And as you begin to flesh that out and you begin to explore that, you begin to sense, is this biblical or not? Is this what Jesus would do? If it takes you to that, you know, we saw that's some really big lists there, what Paul talks about there, the, the acts of the flesh and the acts of the spirit. If things are taking you in a direction that leads you to be more full of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, or self-control, that's biblical, that's scriptural, that's heading in the right direction. If, however, it's taking you to that big long list of some words you probably didn't even know and you're going to have to go look up when you go home, which I encourage you to do, go study what some of those words mean, you know you're headed in the wrong direction. So is the whisper biblical? And if you can't see Jesus doing it, probably don't want to follow through on that yourself. 
The third thing that helps me when I'm sourcing, uh, sorting this stuff out, when I get my spiritual headphones on, I'm getting rid of all the noise, is asking myself, is this whisper wise? Is it wise? Would it align with the counsel of Scripture as it comes to us in Proverbs? You know, Proverbs is a great book to begin to explore uh, what is wisdom and what is not wisdom. And you can go through the book of Proverbs and you can see a ton of verses that say, wisdom is this, foolishness is this. The wise person does this, the foolish person does that. And at the end of the day, I'd rather be a wise person than a foolish person. And the Scriptures can help us to determine is something wise or is it not. Now, there's a great book, again, uh, uh, that we've talked about in the past and a great question that can help you to this end. The book is called The Best Question Ever, and I'll go ahead and save you the read and just give you what the best question ever is. In my opinion, I agree with the author. The best question ever is, in light of my past history and my current circumstances and my future hopes and dreams, what is the wise thing for me to do? Based on the experiences of my past, Do I really want to repeat those again or do I not? Where I find myself today, but not only where I am today and in the past, but where I hope to be one day here in the future, is the decision that I'm making going to lead me to that destination or is it going to head me in a different direction? Will that be a wise choice in the counsel of God, the whispers of God, very, very rarely go against conventional wisdom and common sense? Now, I have to say that occasionally, because the scriptures teach us that his thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are not our ways, occasionally his whispers stretch us in this area of wisdom. What we would consider to be wise, sometimes God stretches us just a little bit beyond and will tell us something that will go, seriously, you mean I make this amount of money and God, you're saying if I trust you with this first 10% that wisdom would say that that's actually yeah, I should do that. Well, again, our human wisdom would say, no, I could do more with 100% than I can with 90. But God's wisdom says, no, trust me with the 90 and I'll, and, you know, I'll, I'll take care of the rest if you'll trust me and live on 90. See what I'm saying there? Occasionally God's wisdom is different than ours in our human nature and the ways that we trust him and the whispers that we hear. But generally speaking, they are in alignment with that. And if we will find that wisdom, the book of uh, Ephesians in chapter 5, the apostle Paul says, very, be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. So the scriptures challenge us to constantly pay attention to this issue of is it wise, and if the whisper's not wise, you really need to pay attention to the other four, especially to try to help you to get a complete picture. There's a fourth thing, and that one is, is the whisper in tune with the way God has wired me? We all have unique gifts and talents and abilities, and the way that God has wired us is special to each one of us, and his whispers will most often follow in alignment with that. When he whispers to give us direction, he's typically not going to take us to a place that is completely outside of what, how we're wired and what we're gifted to be able to do. For instance, if I was sitting at an altar and I was praying and I heard the voice of God whisper to me or what I thought was the voice of God whispering to me, David, leave the full-time pastoral ministry and begin a carpentry business, a construction business. How many of you would want to hire me? And Bob Ross back there, no, thank you. 
okay? Or if Bob comes and says, hey, David, I think I sh- you should take over my automotive business. I can't even change a tire or my own oil, okay? Those are not in my gift mix, my talents, my abilities. Those would be out of alignment with the way God has wired me. Some of you would have an amazing worship experience and you're all stirred in your emotions. Maybe you own a business and you say, you know, I think I'm going to sell my business and go be a worship pastor. If you don't sing and you don't know how to play an instrument and you have no musical background or abilities or giftings up until that moment, we need to talk about that. Okay? So it typically goes with the way that we're wired and God knows that. And so, you know, if you're an introvert and God says, hey, I want you to go speak to a million people like Billy Graham does in a huge big stadium and on international television, how many of the introverts would just be like, that's not me. Okay? I know several of my wife would be that would be her. Now, having said that, again, a little bit of a caveat here. God loves to stretch us. God loves to shape us into a little bit bigger and better than what we think we are and who we think we are for his glory and for his honor. We were talking about this as a staff and talking about, you know, hey, have the whispers of God ever been something that wasn't maybe what you would have considered wise or maybe that was outside of your wiring? And Denise Churchill is our children's director and, and she is great with children. You've heard her say every time she comes up here, she gets just panicked talking in front of adults and that's not her best wiring and her best moments are not up here when she's doing this kind of stuff up here. God whispered to her through our district office a few years ago and said, hey, can our, will your children's ministry, will you and your team come and do our breakaway for hundreds and hundreds of students and adults over the course of a three weekend over these three events? It can't be you, God. You couldn't possibly be whispering that to me. But now looking back three years later after having done it, she would say yes. That was from God. That whisper was from God because he believed more in her than she believed in herself. And he stretched her and it was a little bit outside of her comfort zone. So if you hear a whisper from God and it's a little bit outside of how you're wired or where you're most comfortable, you need to accept the idea that God's whispers often stretch us and take us to places that we wouldn't be comfortable in our own. But again, this is a wisdom thing here. You've got to know, okay, how far outside of this am I really going? That's, that's going to take time. That's going to take effort and it'll cost you some things along the way. It's rarely a walk in the park to follow God into all that he has for us. It does stretch us. But again, I would urge caution if you're, if you're headed, you know, if you're thinking, Hey, I'm terrible at math and science is just my weakest subject, but I'm going to go be a doctor. Please don't perform surgery on me. Okay. Uh, you understand what I'm saying. So it's within our wirings there a lot of times. The final thing, the fifth thing, is is the whisper accepted by the godly people around me? Do they think, what do they think about the whisper? Listen as Michael reads Proverbs uh, eleven fourteen there for us. Where no wise guidance is, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Proverbs eleven fourteen. The simple truth here is whenever you sense a prompting from God and you're not sure, if you've looked and said, hey, is this thing coming from me or from somebody else? Is this thing biblical? Is this thing wise? Does it fit my wiring? I want to hear from some people around me who have been beyond where I'm at spiritually, maybe a few years older than I am that I can go to for wisdom and guidance. And they've lived life and they've experienced some things that I haven't experienced. I want to go to them and I want to have the kind of conversation that you'll see in your notes. Take a look at that there. I would sit down with them and I would say, do you think God really did speak to me? 
Is this the voice of God I'm hearing? Or in your estimation, have I gotten my wires crossed? You need to hear from others who are further along and humbly go to them and ask them that kind of thing and then zip it and listen. And listen to what they have to say. Listen to their guidance. Listen to their experience. Listen to the wisdom that they offer you. They might just save your hide. God might speak through them in a whisper that will save you from tremendous heartache, tremendous pain. You can learn from their mistakes as well as their successes. Sometimes God's whispers through others. So be humble and be teachable. And let me just say that, you know, when I was, I was thinking about this week, uh, this particular filter that I've used, there have been some times in my life when I've gone to some godly people and I've asked them for some wisdom and then I didn't follow through on it. I didn't heed the wisdom that I heard. I didn't hear that guidance like I should have because of my pride or my arrogance or my own self desires and wanting this or my own selfishness or whatever and it cost me. Anybody else? Am I the only one that's ever happened to? Okay. Go back to that person. I've had to go back to those people over the course of my life and say, hey, I was an idiot. Thanks for speaking into my life. I'm sorry I didn't follow through. Humble yourself and go and make that right. Maybe that's the whisper that God would have for you to just go back and say, wished I'd have listened. That was a shame that I didn't. Thank you for caring enough to tell me something. Maybe I didn't even want to hear. I'm sorry I didn't pay better attention. Maybe that's your parents or a grandparent. Maybe that's somebody else that's a friend or a family member or a teacher or a coach or pastor. I don't know who it might be, but if you haven't done that yet, go back and do that this week, this month. Maybe you can't. Maybe they've gone on. Maybe you can just have that prayer conversation between you and God. If God chooses to whisper through you, to somebody else. If somebody else comes and says, hey, I need some wisdom. Hey, I need some guidance. Could you speak to this? Take a deep breath. Listen like crazy to what the Holy Spirit might be sharing with you. Speak from your experience. If you don't have wisdom, then don't make something up. But say, God, I'll be used by you for your glory, not my own. And I care enough to say what needs to be said, to speak the truth in love, to offer that guidance, to offer that wisdom that somebody else might need. Care enough to confront if you need to. Do what you can do, what you can do and then back away because ultimately it won't be your decision. It'll be their decision. And they'll have to live with the consequences. But if God uses you to be a whisperer to somebody else, do it humbly. Do it gently, but do it with love and, and truth in that. And that will help other people around us. We need one another, multiple generations helping this thing out. As Michael read, the multitude of counselors, there is safety. So our takeaway today is in your notes. It's simply to live every day with one ear toward heaven. It's not rocket science. Jesus modeled it for us. But man, do we get busy. Man, does it get noisy. Man, do we forget to pay attention to the still small voice of our Heavenly Father whispering us those words of guidance and wisdom that will bring Him glory if we will say yes. So put your spiritual headphones on. Drown out the other noise that's around you. Take time to filter the whispers that you hear from God through these things. 
go to, and again, Jesus modeled this stuff for us. He showed us these different things throughout his uh, time here on earth and the record of scripture that we have. And if you do, I really believe that you're going to hear his voice and you're going to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that he's speaking and that you can follow it. I'm going to ask you if you would to bow your your hearts with me and I'm going to pray. And uh, we're going to take just a few moments here. So don't fall asleep. If the person next to you starts to nod off, just kind of elbow them. Okay. But I want you to just um, close yourself in with God. And if you haven't been hearing from God for a while, I want to address that, but I want to do that in the context of just you focusing on what I'm saying and hearing my voice and ultimately hearing the voice of your heavenly father. Um, What do you do in those seasons when you're desperately longing to hear from God, but you just can't seem to hear from him when it's been a while? When I found myself in that set of circumstances, um, the first thing as I do is I, I ask God to improve my hearing. I'll pray every single day, Lord, I don't feel like I'm hearing from you. Would you please continue to speak? And if you have to supernaturally give me some way of hearing you, that's what I'm asking for. Don't be afraid to go to him and ask him for that, but to, to give you an, a new understanding of his voice and attentiveness to his promptings. I encourage you to reduce the noise in your life. For some of us, we need to go on a long walk or a long drive. We need to head out to nature. We need to go for a run or get on our bike. We need to go to a quiet chair or a back porch or wherever it is that you can get away where you can carve out some moments in your day where you can practice listening for whispers. And I want to encourage you to fill your head with scripture. The Holy Spirit will remind you of the stuff that's in there if you spend time with his word and in his word. And if you're not hearing from him, chances are one of the things you can do to increase that is to spend time in his word doesn't take a long time every day, but just spending a little bit of time every day and saying, as you open up your Bible, speak Lord, for I'm listening. And the answer is yes to whatever you say. When I'm not hearing from God, I want to encourage you when, when I'm experiencing that, one of the things that I do is I confess my sin. If there's something that I'm not even aware of, I'll even ask the Holy Spirit to show me that. And I'll say, Lord, I want to turn away from that. I want to confess it. And with, with yourself just locked in there, I want to just read something to you that comes straight out of Heibel's book that I thought was so good that I, I just wanted to include it today. He says that God cannot be seen by spiritual eyes that are shut. God cannot be heard by spiritual ears that are plugged. God cannot be followed by a heart that stubbornly stays hard. Let the light shine in. Don't cut communication with God off because you're unwilling to let go of a sin pattern in your life. And I just think that that might be for many of us today. And the last thing that I do when I'm sensing that there's something that's not right where I'm not hearing right is I try to figure out what was the last whisper that I heard. And then I'll go back and I'll do that. Because the truth of the matter is that God is under no obligation to speak to us again when the last thing that he asked us to do, we haven't acted upon. Either we've been delayed for whatever reason or we've been stubborn 
or we've been hard-hearted or we've been too afraid. If you're sensing a season of drought and hearing the whispers, you need to go back and say, Lord, what was the last thing? Could you remind me what the last thing was that you said? And I will do it to the T and then maybe some new promptings will begin because I've been obedient. Wherever you find yourself on the receiving end of God's promptings, I want to encourage you to be sure to obey no matter what the cost. Don't let fear or doubt rob you one bit of what God has in store for you. Whenever you hear from God, do precisely what he asks for you to do. And you may not have peaceful circumstances. There still may be turmoil and conflict and difficulty and pain and hardship, but you can have a peace inwardly when you know for sure that what you've heard is the voice of your heavenly father, that it's in alignment with his word, that it is wise, that it is congruent with how he's wired you and the people around you are sensing that that is a whisper from God. When you have that kind of confidence, you can have a ball following Jesus, even when it's hard. You can go through this life full of courage, even when it's difficult. So Lord, you know how this lands on every single one of us. You know what we needed to hear today. Some of us, this is brand new stuff. Others of us, we're just reminded of truths we've known, principles we've heard before. Lord, help us not to just be hearers today, but to act upon what we've heard, to be doers of your word. Thank you for whispering to us. Thank you for those start, stop, stays, and goes that come our way and a myriad of others that come our way that encourage us, that build us up, that speak to us of our worth and our value in you. And Lord, I pray that as we hear your whispers, that we would, first of all, go through this life with one ear always turned toward heaven, that we would be teachable, that we would be humble, and that when we hear those promptings for ourselves or for somebody else, Lord, we would operate in a posture of humility and compliance with your direction and your word. Thank you for what you've spoken to us today and what you will speak to us in the days ahead. Help us to have the conversations that we need to have. Thank you for providing us with the perfect model, Jesus, of how this is done. We look to you to fill us with your spirit, that we might walk in the spirit, that we might not satisfy the desires of our flesh, but that we would crucify those desires and instead, compelled by the spirit, do what you've asked us to do. Thank you, Lord, for the work that you've accomplished here this morning. Seal this now by the power of your Holy Spirit in each one of us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Riverside Community Church Podcast. For more information, please visit us at www.riversideconnect.org.